Hello, hello, hello. This is your boy, Tosi, in another episode of the Mental Threads Podcast. Let me just take this damn mask off. Because, like, I freaking sound like a phone operator guy. Anyway, I'm here with Luxury Ski out here at, at uh, Elizabeth Park. You might know where that place is. I think it's near CBCC. Looking really warm today. Pretty nice. But anyway, if you like to say anything, Luxury Ski, you're on. Hello. Yes, hello. That's what a lot of people say when they greet others. Anyway, um, anyway, Luxury Ski, I heard the chatter, a performance coming up. Like You're going to do it like an open mic. Is that true? That is true. That is true. As in not a lie. As in factual. As in a very credible piece of information. And what might this event be? Um, it's a performance, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just a performance. Who's sponsoring the event? Who's who's what? I'm not sure all that, but I know it's by Decipher CLT um, at Space 212. Decipher CLT at Space 202. And what was the process in regards to finding your placement for them to, like, uh, set your performance up and whatnot? Um, you said what? Yeah, basically, what was the process in setting up the whole, uh, like, you getting... Like, did you just DM them, and then they just put you on the list, or what What happened? What was the process in setting it up? Uh, I really don't remember. <laughs> you seriously don't? Were you high when you uh, set this stuff up, or what's up? You just can't remember? Did they seek you out? Did you seek them out? I don't know, but... I don't know. We're here, though. Yeah, they're there, though. He's definitely here, though, and whatnot. Uh, so it's like you ain't had to pay money or nothing to get on. It was just like just um, did you show you showed your work and then set it up like that? No, I had to pay. Oh, really? How much you had to pay? A hundred. Literally a hundred just to perform. Yeah, well, it is a place and whatnot, but you had to show them some kind of work, right? Yeah. 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 I, yeah you had to submit like some music. And did you have to, like, audition, or you just had to just submit music and that was it? Well, the submission was, the, I guess, like, an audition. And if you pass, I guess, that, then you got to pay if you want to perform. Okay, that's cool. And uh, what songs might you performing? Is it, like, a bunch of songs or just one song you're going to perform? Uh, It's a nine-minute set. So how many songs you want to perform in that nine minutes and you perform? And you ain't got to perform the whole song. It could be, like, a snippet of that song. And then if you want to just put more, like, uh, variation in, like, your performance or whatnot, you can, like, you have the option to do so? Because uh, sometimes people be, like, performing not the whole song. It'll be, like, half the song and then hit the chorus maybe once and then they transit to another song. Is that, is that going to be, like, your way of doing the things? Or? It's like a mixture of both. You should come and see. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, what date is it going to be going on? Uh, this weekend or something like that? It's next Wednesday, April 27th. Okay, next Wednesday. I have four tickets. Four. Should, um, I'll give you a free ticket if you want to come. Okay, I can dig it. I mean, uh, and like, who else is going to be there besides you? Is it going to be like a bunch of artists? Yeah. Just a bunch of artists. You don't know them off the top of your head. I could feel that. I could feel that. But I might just pull up. Uh, what time will it be going on? Um, doors open at 8, but performances start at 9 p.m. Okay, I might check it out. I might check it out. 
might bring my brother too like if you want to give like an extra ticket and everything like that you know we'll, we'll see but so you still got the four tickets i know you're trying to give them up on instagram and no and now i said like nobody pulled up on them. you're just still holding on to them and whatnot yeah it's okay another one holding on to them and stuff like that so it's like uh first things first oh snap let's start back from the very beginning uh so before your music journey and stuff of that nature um you obviously are a Charlottean. You grew up in Charlotte and stuff of that nature. Um, if you were to kind of go into description on uh, your experiences growing up in Charlotte, you're free to do so. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I was born uh, in West Charlotte. Yeah, start me off. <laughs> West Charlotte. <laughs> West Charlotte uh, on Sunset. I grew up on Sunset Road. Had a lot of fun growing up. Uh, yeah. Had a lot of fun growing up. And uh, what uh, school did you go to on the west side, I recall? Uh, elementary school, I went to Winding Springs. Shout out to Winding Springs. And uh, middle school, I went to a school out in Denver, North Carolina. Uh, called Lincoln Charter. Shout out to Lincoln Charter. And then in high school? High school, I went to Hopewell. Then I went to this school called Forest View for like a semester. Then I went to Mallet Creek and graduated from there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, uh, Pat, oh damn, I done lost, dropped my mask. No, forget it. I'll get, I guess the COVID's gonna catch me. I mean, it's already on the floor, so I guess COVID already got yeah, it. I know, I will. I know, got to. Damn. My clumsy ass. Anyway, um, I heard like Pat went to Mallet Creek. You you know uh, Sleepwalking uh, SLT? Hmm? Uh, g- guy, I think I had him on uh, my podcast last time. His name's Pat. He went to Mallet Creek too for a little bit. I don't know if you probably crossed paths with him or not. He went to NCCU too. I think he was on the second floor on Baines. Going on from the top. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But, uh, yeah, describe your experiences in high school from uh, Hopewell to Mallet Creek. And what was that other school you went to again? Uh, Forest View. Okay, uh, describe the experience from there. and Why'd you have to change up to so many high schools? Uh, I mean, it was like a regular high school experience. I, cha- uh, I switched up because I moved. <laughs> I moved. Um, then I went from Hopewell to Forest View. That's when I moved. And then I went from Forest View to Mallet Creek because Forest View was not the school for me. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. But do you want to go into detail as to why? Was it just too bougie? Was it just too much? Like, what was up for you? It was just... Just lame as hell? It's just not for me. Yeah, I could feel that. I could feel that high school is a place where a lot of people tend to find themselves and whatnot i know like i didn't first discover my passion till probably eighth grade and it was just in the form of poetry and then it transitioned more to rap and everything uh and then in high school that's where it's like i started doing little itty bitty ciphers or i started having issues with other kids and everything over like music and everything uh, and it was beefing not beefing it's just like i don't know anything that you do that's positive bro everyone's gonna hate on it somebody's gonna hate on it <laughs> like it's just like it's not like how like in college where everybody just kind of minds their own and they just hang out with their own friends and that be it. My high school was kind of small, like so it's just like people be all up in your grill for nothing. 
type stuff and trying to like compete with you. And it's just like, dude, I'm not even focused on you. Why you? Why you focus on me? Type. Yeah. So, so that's kind of how it was. So that's how it is in Charlotte a whole lot, you know. But it's like, um, but you really can like pretty much go into detail with like how these schools like kind of affected you in a sense or what kind of led you because I I feel like there's a lot of people I feel like I need to prove wrong from high school and you know people back then I feel like that's what kind of drives me now you know so it's like any sense of that kind of linger on your head people that you got to prove wrong or you're just doing it just because it's fun no I don't um I don't have anything to prove to anybody and I'm doing this because it's my purpose and what what made you think it was like your purpose and everything you just woke up and it's just like you felt like this is something that you need to do like it's your calling Um, well yeah affirmative yeah um so it's like from high school then it was college i remember we're on the same floor and everything in ninth grade and whatnot uh, not ninth grade, and uh, on the ninth floor in Baines Hall in college at North Carolina Central University <laughs> and stuff of that nature. So, like, describe your experience at NCC. How are you feeling about it? Um, it was cool, I guess. It was cool. I don't have anything against Central, uh, though. There's a. I'm not gonna talk about people. Uh, Ain't gonna talk about nobody It's just like Just the experience in general You know Like for instance In my sense It's like I felt like It was a pretty Great HBCU Like it kinda I feel like I rediscovered myself As an individual And everything Uh, It's because Of NCCU Like I'm a forever HBCUs Until I die Basically type stuff Like like If I have any money Coming my way And I can pour into NCCU I'm definitely gonna do that If I could If I had that power You know And uh, it's because of NCCU I just want to stay in that HBCU sphere So it's like when I get my master's and stuff It will all be from HBCU so, so it's like you know stuff of that nature well, And then I made some pretty lifelong friends And everything of that nature um, There's just a lot of stuff um, Going on um, At NCCU A lot of memories that went down and stuff like that But just get fucked Anyway <laughs> But just stuff of that nature. But it's just like, um, but if you were to go to detail, like you ain't gotta go heavy on the detail. But if you go to detail, well, just how you felt about Central and everything, your experience. So it's just just regular college experience. Yeah. Just regular college experience, man. Uh, does anybody like any people that you knew like from college that you just want to probably shout shout them out and everything? Maybe some memories that you share with them and everything. I know folks like July Tarzan and the Best Achievement Center. People from that and were pretty much. That's where I pretty much had my connections with. So, like, who, who, who do you feel like you linked up with the most, like, from uh, NCCU? You? Just me? Yeah. All right, all right, just me. <laughs> Anywho. So, it's like, um, so I know that you are, you do consider yourself a Charlottean and stuff of that nature. It's just, like, how do you feel, like, sh- your connection with your relationship with your city in Charlotte, how do you feel like that kind of motivates you in your music career? Like, are you trying to focus, trying to put Charlotte more on the map or trying to bring a certain genre of music out? You know what I'm saying? Or are you just like, what are you trying to do? Yeah, sure. Fine. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, nah. Not really. 
Um, it's more of like a... I don't... I mean, shout out to Charlotte. And, I, yeah, I've rep Charlotte sometimes in my songs, but it's it's not like... Um, it's not about repping where I'm from. It's more of like... Uh, more of just doing healing work for myself and other people. Mm. And being that guide for people so all right yeah i can i could hear that i could i could feel that um and it's just like you know with china being that guiding light or that healing type of light and everything uh what were your influences in regards to that uh situation because i know there's a lot of artists that kind of focus on things like mental health spirituality uh education self-discovery uh trying to uh enlighten folk to uh the errors and the corruption that goes on in the system um what artists do you feel like kind of influences you to go that path in a sense of just healing for others just you or what's up yeah i don't really i don't i don't pay attention to anybody else Mm -hmm. god just pay attention to nobody else but god and so you say like your religion is like uh, you're what you're Christian or Baptist or what lane we in or just just general Christianity? Yeah, you can say Christian. And you say that uh, God is like in a sense what what kind of pushes you in that direction? In a sense, just kind of like that's your that's what pushes you onto your purpose, onto your path, and stuff of that nature. You're always on your path. You're never off your path. <laughs> but. Um, with God, He can um, make that path a little bit more visible for you. He can like guide you in a sense, just lead you on your way. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. Um, so it's like I understand you have a project that, that is going to be on its way sometime. You're saying maybe this year, maybe soon. Uh, what might be the name and the inspiration for this project, or the title for that matter? Road to Nirvana. And, well, yeah, Road to Nirvana, um, the inspiration is really, is just, uh, it's just, just finding that inner peace in a sense, just find that calmness in the storm type. Yeah, it's my road to Nirvana. Yeah, Nirvana. And it's just like when it comes to Nirvana, I know isn't Nirvana, Nirvana that's like Hinduism or is that like what, what is that? It's just my. It's just what I describe Nirvana is like going home to yourself, going home to back to where you came from. That peace within you, that um, to I guess you can say heaven to god to i don't know it's within you so pretty much any level of like tranquility or self-discovery is like that sense of just that sense of nirvana to a degree i feel like that's very very cool that's very cool i know i see like you kind of colored your hair purple that represents the crown chakra it's like was there any thought going into that or it's like that's just you just chose purple today <laughs> Yeah, it was some, it was some, uh, it was some thought. Um, the purple represents spirituality. The white represents purity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I could see that. I could most definitely see that. 
And uh, you pretty much don't keep up with anybody else from NCCU, correct? No. Not really? Ain't nothing wrong with it. Um, so it's like, in terms of just the accomplishments that you want to seek out for the next five to ten years and everything, uh, where do you see yourself in the next uh, five to ten years? Keep on dropping music, trying to gain awards and everything of that nature. Um, yeah, that's something I want, but that's something I want to do. That's something I want to achieve. I know it'll be that, but um, God, I do what God tells me to do, and um, He is uh, He He does what He wants to do whenever He wants. So it's more of like just following Him. I could see that. I could see that. Oh yeah, sure, no problem. I could definitely see. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Gosh, hold up. Put it in your pocket. Yeah, most definitely. Put it in my pocket. But uh, yeah. So it's like, so so far uh, on your journey and everything, uh, I have yet to really develop like a fan base and everything. That's one of the main things I need to focus on in my goals this year. In regards, but you said that you've already pretty much uh, established some form of a fan base or foundation for a fan base. Yes. Oh, okay. And so soon, would you consider probably setting up some kind of merchandise line, maybe something to kind of like feed into, like you know, your brand and stuff of that nature? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's nice. And so, what you thinking? Maybe like T-shirts or just like maybe stickers? What you thinking? Everything everything literally everything and it's like if you were to describe like the relationship that you have uh with your fan base or the kind of relationship you want with your fan base going into the future like how would you want what would you shooting for uh loyalty is like a community really like um i want my fans to know that it's like i'm luxury ski but without them i I mean, it's more of like we are luxury ski. Like we're a community. Like uh, it's like my it's like my own ministry, my own group of people. We're all the same. Oh, okay, I see. Like it's just more like y'all pretty much have you shoot for them probably to have the same values and ideals basically as you. I accept any type of people. It's not about ideas or values, but more of just like a community of healing and positivity and rediscovery growth basically rediscovery yeah i'm thinking about like my fan base and everything how it definitely like are the type of fan base that i would want um is really just in a sense just a fan base that, i don't want to say like oh like oh they're like outcasts or nothing like that or all that but for nothing but anybody that just has an appreciation for music and rap and everything and just wants to just connect with others on an empathetic note and stuff of that nature to kind of just try to like heal the world type in a way you know not like heal the world but in the sense that just shooting to really just kind of try to put the pieces together in a sense you know in themselves and in others like that's the kind of fan base to just just a cool cool fan base i'm definitely i know i'm gonna have stoners in my fan base i know for a fact i i can't really imagine my fan base not being stoners but uh anyway 
But uh, in regards to interests outside of music, uh, what would you say your interests might be? In general, like you like anime. I know you like anime. I mean, I guess I don't. I don't really do anything else but create what I create. Okay. I just um do my work. You know, everybody has a little bit of interest. Like maybe they like cartoons growing up, or you know, it's just like you know. I know it's like for sound clips. I might be using for my mixtapes. I'm t- definitely taking them from some of my favorite anime. Like a Yu Yu Hawk show, maybe some Dragon Ball Z here, maybe like some comedy movies and everything. You know, it's just like I know, and a lot of J. Cole's stuff. I know, like, uh, I think, what was it, Brackets? Yeah, on uh, KOD, he used a sound clip from Richard Pryor and stuff of that nature. Not saying he's trying to be influenced by Richard Pryor or stuff of that nature, but just like, just things like that. It's just like, you know, they connect with pop culture, so it's like, you know. J. Cole's music will always reign with pop culture and stuff of that nature. Is there anything in pop culture that interests you? Like any movies that you love? Maybe anything that you like? I like this movie called The Chosen. Oh, really? Well, it's a series. Oh, The Chosen. What's it about? Jesus. It's about Jesus? Just Jesus. Well, yeah. Just the story of Jesus kind of personified with different actors, basically. Not, yeah. Not like Passion of the Christ or anything like that. It's, it's, um... It, it shows like the miracles and the work that Jesus Christ does. You can actually learn a lot from it, like just on in terms of like how you should treat others, and you can learn a lot from him. So I recommend watching The Chosen. It's free. You can watch it. Just type in The Chosen. Is it on Netflix? It's not on Netflix, I don't think, but it's just go to Safari and type in The Chosen. It's free. It's like on their website. Oh, okay, that's cool. And like in regards to miracles by Jesus, which kind of like miracles do you say that kind of like kind of sits with you the most in a way? Like, you know, like there is like where he rose Lazarus from the dead. There's where he turns water into wine. There's that one time where he fed like by like so many people with bread and fish somehow and everything or Obviously, the main one where he died and literally came back to life, and when he walked on water, I, damn, Jesus did a lot. I yeah, just, he did a lot. He uh-huh. really did. But which one do you feel like just kind of like oh, that really like connects with you in a sense? Um, I think the walking on water was cool, but the one that really like connects with me the most is uh, when he healed paralytics, people that can't even walk. And all they had to do was touch him. Oh. And then he could walk. That's cool. I would say the best, uh, I don't want to say the best, but it's like a miracle that I feel like I kind of identify with is like even despite how people treated him and everything, him being betrayed, spat on, beaten to, beaten all types of ways and everything, for him to be like literally crucified, like imagine like you only want to bring love into this world and they literally kill you. Yeah, the people kill you in ways that are just in the most brutal way possible by nailing you to a cross and just letting you hang there. You know, for him to come back three days later, even before that, 
like literally like just saying like hey father they don't know what they're doing just forgive them and everything like that's tough like that's deep i feel like we face that a lot with these days where people who really just want to bring love and positivity in the world get struck down and criticized all types of ways and humiliated and embarrassed all types of ways but they just the best of us really just learn to just like hey just forgive them let it go move on you know stuff like that yeah he says blessed are the meek blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of god blessed are the meek for i think he said for their kingdom will be i don't know something about their kingdom being uh, eternal in heaven stuff like that basically yeah so basically he's just speaking on i feel like it's just speaking on empaths in general just people about everybody well everyone yeah it's not just those who just want to maintain the peace and everything not saying trying to sanction people off you know but those who at least try are the ones that you know we look well upon what one thing i really like thought was pretty dope about jesus is that he didn't he didn't just hang with like whoever he hung out with sinners most of the time and didn't look down on them on anything you know that's just was not in his nature and i feel like that's just kind of God's nature is basically it's just God is like a forgiving type an empathetic type the one that would just kind of just love you however you know just wants you to just make the best changes that you need to change and uh what about that change in your life type thing you know what I'm saying so it's like you know so like yeah I really really think that's pretty cool and dope of, of like Jesus and everything and I always let that try to resonate with me when I move forward to not really look down on nobody and that anyone that kind of does wrong to you, you basically just, not just forgive them, oh yeah you do whatever, abuse me, but just know that just forgive that they just don't have any essence of empathy and those who have empathy not necessarily, are strong, yeah basically. It, it's, it's not like they don't have empathy, because at the end of the day empathy is like feeling for something and Everybody feels for something. Everybody loves something. It doesn't have to be you, but everybody loves something, you know? So it's, it's more like... Uh, some uh, people might live by fear and some people might live on compassion. And just because people live on fear, it don't make them, don't make you better than them or anything. But, everybody but has fears. Everybody has fears. But some, pe- but some people let their fear dominate their behavior to the point where it leads to anger and hatred and jealousy and stuff of that nature. But even with that, you still have to try to fight with just compassion. And I feel like that's kind of dope in a sense, too. To always have, like, patience in regards to, like, things of that nature. So I thought that was pretty cool, too. Always have patience. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... uh in regards to like your career and everything, um, I know you got this whole performance coming up on Wednesday. Is there anything like set in your mind, like anything that kind of like I don't want to say that unnerves you about it or whatever, but just anything that it's just like you know, it's just when you get there and everything, anything that might seem surreal, any obstacles internally that you might hold, like oh yeah, like like what if I do this wrong or have have I not been practicing this song the right way? Anything like that just kind of plagues your mind or just whatever. No, I don't. I don't know. 
You just don't even focus on that. You just know it's going to be a good performance regardless. Why focus on it? Focusing on the future causes anxiety, unnecessary anxiety. We're here right now talking. That's all that matters. That's true. That is little floaty things. Like, what are they? (laughs) I don't know at all. But, dang, this whole park brings a whole lot of memories, man. When I used to be at CPCC, man. That was back when I was 18. I'm 24 years old now. That's, that's some crazy shit how time can just go by so fast. Yeah. yeah, I remember walking through these same tunnels. Just walking and everything. Once again, we're at Elizabeth Park. Definitely a park that you should probably take your dog to if you want to. It's definitely. Or ride a bike. Definitely want to ride a bike here. And stuff of that nature. So... In regards to like everything that you want to accomplish in music and stuff of that nature, uh, is there anything outside of music that you want to accomplish and stuff? Like, you know, like me, I want to do music and I do this podcast thing, and sooner or later I might want to like write a book or do things of that nature. Is there anything outside of music that you want to accomplish? Yeah, I got a lot of things. Um, I'm writing a book. Ooh. And uh, he's writing a book, y'all. Some other stuff that will be announced later. <laughs> hey, he's trying to keep it a secret. And what is that next project called? Road to Nirvana. Road to Nirvana. Coming out soon or is it already out? Um, it's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. You must check it out. You best check it out. It seems like we're reaching our time right now and everything. So that's it for the Mental Threads podcast. We is sewing in and now we is sewing out. Do you have any other words you want to let the audience know before we off? Um, take care of yourselves and learn to forgive. Ask yourself, do you forgive easily? And if you do, that's great. If you don't, Try to take steps to forgive easily other people. Forgive yourself for stuff that you um, just didn't know better, but now you're wiser. So forgive yourself and forgive others. Definitely forgive yourself and forgive others. That is the way of life and everything. That's the first step to healing is to forgive yourself and forgive others. Although it must be hard, you just got to keep in mind it's all for you. So that's it. We're sewing out. That's the episode right there.